0: This is Sick and Wrong, America's number one source for antisocial commentary, brought to you
1: by the Reach Around Foundation.
2: Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. E. Simon. And I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wackerly? How was your Thanksgiving? It was all right. Although it was okay. Uh, you, you don't look all that hungover, so you probably weren't. Was it the food that soaked up the alcohol, or were you not drinking because you're with your girlfriend's family?
1: It's not because I was with my girlfriend's family. I was not drinking because I was having some gastrointestinal issues.
2: So wait, you were physically unable to consume alcohol?
1: Pretty much, yeah. Um, the food was great for the most part.
2: actually, it was great for, for the entire part. So wait you're at your girlfriend's mother's house in L.A. It was in the Santa Barbara oh, Santa... okay, so Southern California:
1: Many listeners will know from the soap opera of the same name, Santa Barbara. Or maybe not. Oprah, yeah, Oprah lives there. <laughs> I'm confused here. <laughs> Oprah lives there. She has a big mansion, obviously. It's very uh, upscale, snobby, white cracker. How town. far is it from LA? It's about an hour and a half.
2: An hour and a half. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, but so anyways uh, My girlfriend's uh, Mother was there It was her house And actually Her father was also there Her parents were divorced uh, wasn't
2: awkward Or it's anything it for but, some uh, family dynamics Yeah it
1: was The whole family Was together uh, Like I said Not awkward But uh, one of her sisters Made some Macaroni and cheese
2: It's always a good thing Good dish to have On Thanksgiving And it tasted Filling.
1: And I will say That it tasted very good However I think she made The macaroni and cheese Then put it in Her hot car And drove all the way From Los Angeles, where her sister does live. Like I said, it's an hour and you half. get
2: botulism from that? I don't
1: know what I had, but something was going on in my stomach. And uh, so was, would you get
2: the uh, trots? The yellow paparoo, as my was, sister would say.
1: Yeah, and your sister loves macaroni and cheese, by the way, which does give her the yellow paparoo. Stephanie
2: doesn't even care though. Like no, she'll she eat something she even does knowing for a while that she's going to be shitting it out like twenty minutes. From, she throws caution to the wind. Yeah,
1: although I, I wasn't expecting this, but it gave, It wasn't the trots. It was just horrible gas. And I don't know about you, but when you're with your girlfriend's family, who, you know, I've
2: I've been dating her. You can't just rip them at will. I've
1: been dating her for a while, but I'm not that uh close to her family yet where i can just yeah as you said rip at will so i was kind of like holding in the gas did you or, have
2: to like go walk outside real quick just kind I, of rip a covert fart i tried
1: but and i kept asking my girlfriend hey do you want to go for a walk you know walk off the so dinner you can hear
2: my farts no
1: i mean i was trying to do it subtly and she kept saying no i don't want to have been like a lead
2: weight in your stomach just building up gas and it was expanding. more like uh uh, a den of weasels
1: or something <laughs> trying to get out crawl around my colon
2: Was it, well, I mean was everyone suffering like I the whole know. family
1: everybody was keeping it on the down low that's all I know so I would go to the bathroom and cut a huge fart turn the fan on come back out, and then five minutes later I'd be like, there was another one on deck.
2: It's probably a good thing, though, that you didn't, like, blow out their bathroom, because won't they remember that like, Thanksgiving, you know, in the future? I don't want to be remembered You remember that that Thanksgiving in 2007 when uh, Wackerly just blew out the bathroom and there was just overflowing shit and piss and toilet paper? They
1: don't call me Wackerly, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) And
2: I don't want to be remembered for that.
1: At least give me, like, several Thanksgivings until I commit that,
2: you know, party foul... Yeah, I actually just went to my girlfriend's uh, parents' house and any uh, gas issues? No, no gas issues. There's a lot of good food. I mean, once again, they forgot I was vegetarian. I don't yeah. think they even knew. You mentioned that what you were vegetarian gonna maybe dip
1: your balls in the mashed potatoes.
2: You know what? I ended up driving, so I didn't even get that drunk. And it sucked because they had like a, why, why a half that, gallon of maker's mark.
1: What what does that have to do with dipping your balls in the mashed potatoes?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I you usually tend to pota- do that when it's a big dip Potato balls and
1: drive home. No, you, you know what I mean. In the sink.
2: I usually tend to be inebriated when I, you know, oh, okay. when I perform that stunt. Right. But yeah, so I wasn't, in, you know, I wasn't on that evening. Yeah. I was. You just didn't kind partake. Of, I of was the subdued. Box wine. I was subdued. But uh, you know, wankily, Thanksgiving is a traditionally is a time when Americans just kind of gorge themselves. Yeah, every year, holidays. actually, the holidays, holidays. Americans just use that as an excuse to gorge themselves silly, and that's what's funny about Thanksgiving. It's like they, you know they start eating at like four and just continue eating throughout the day. I mean, don't we do that?
1: Yeah. And I and I actually usually gain about five or ten pounds. Well, from, you know what? From November, the end of November till January first.
2: Were there any children at uh, the Thanksgiving dinner that you were at? No, thank God. You know there are a number of kids at the Thanksgiving dinner that I was at, and I was surprised to see how like big these kids were. <laughs> no, I mean they're they're overweight. American, All these kids American, are overweight.
1: American children, modern day American children. Dude, were Tend you a be, fat kid? No, I wasn't particularly in shape. I wasn't one of those kids who... Remember how you used to have the uh, president's national fitness thing that every year you'd be in gym class and they'd try... Is that like a
2: Ronald Reagan law or something? You had something? to
1: do like a certain number of pull-ups and run a, a mile in under a certain amount of time. They do the skin fold test yeah, on your... Yeah, I could never do any of that stuff. But that was just because I was kind of a... Not fat, but it was just a little weakling. white kid. Yeah, a little tiny weakling.
2: <laughs> but no, I mean, do you, but do you remember? Like, I was thinking about this. Back when I was in... Grade school years ago in the 80s. I just don't recall there being that many fat pigs everywhere.
1: I remember, yo, know, I would always have like that one fat friend.
2: So when did Americans get so fat? Since, you
1: know, the advent of. Playstation.
2: I would not allow my child, if I ever had one, the retarded duck boy that would come out of my wife's <laughs> vagina, I would not allow that kid to be a little fat heifer. Yeah. I wouldn't allow him to be a sow bag running around. I would be like, You wouldn't you know, let him stuff his duck bill? <laughs> I would mercilessly tease that kid until he stopped eating. I don't think that helps. <clears throat> it does, too. No, because... Gives th- him a negative self-image.
1: Think, think this through. Don't most fat kids get teased by a lot of people?
2: But how many do they get teased by their father? I don't think it matters.
1: If you're being teased by everybody around you and then your father also
2: teases you, it's like, well, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, well you know what I would do? I would get the fat pointer stick. The fat kid stick. And I yeah. would point and point at all the areas of a uh, Point you know, or poke. Poke. Yeah. A fat poking <laughs> yeah, stick. That's what poke. I want. I would want, you want to poke some pain involved. I want to her and just kinda of poke at all like the fat, excess fat areas <laughs> on his body and be like, You fat little pig, you little butterball. You gotta I would send him to fat camp.
1: Well just lock her in a, her or him in a closet.
2: Dude, I I definitely wouldn't tolerate it if it was my daughter. I'm talking about if it's a little boy, but if it's a little girl, no, I would draw the line and be like, "You need to find a mate when you're 18. I don't want you living at my house forever, and I don't want you to be a a big fat pig." (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I I definitely don't want her to be some big fat spinster that lives the rest of her life. But you know what the thing
1: is? What you have to do is now you have to be like take her to uh, or him to you know baseball practice, maybe coach Mm. the little league team. I mean, are you willing to do that?
2: No, I would get a treadmill. And I would make them run on the treadmill every yeah. night while I watched TV. With a piece of like cake. Like a hamster. A piece of cake hanging in front of them. <laughs> I would just like have like a Twinkie on a fishing rod just yeah. kind of hanging out in front You'd of them. You'd be watching
1: TV on the couch, and you with one hand, you would have the fishing rod. And they'd think they could get the Twinkie. Yeah. But, I so mean, so your did, kids you're... are
2: going to be stupid, too. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be skinny. Yeah. That's all that matters. Well, people
1: always say that this is a problem in the U S that like U S kids and people in general are fat,
2: which kind of brings us to our intro topic. A, a listener named uh, Matt, he's an Australian listener. I wonder if the kids in Australia are fat too. They probably are. They took a lot of fosters I suspect there. They took a lot of fosters. I
1: suspect every first world country where you can actually get food. This is going to, this is, it either is a problem or is going to be a problem shortly because what's different over there? Those kids don't get exercise and they play video games and, it's the same thing.
2: Yeah, but don't they blame the Americans for invading their culture with uh, McDonald's and our fast food diet? Yeah. Like, like if it
1: wasn't McDonald's, it'd be something else. And in such a you know Americans... Why, why do I have to be responsible for McDonald's? McDonald's is a corporation that does what the fuck they want. I don't have anything to do well, with and it. And
2: it also, it's not like U.S. soldiers are in their country shoving down Big Macs in yeah, their faces. exactly. You know? That's it's like, here, are... eat a large fry, you yeah, pig. Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and they're like, doing this on their own We make such volition. good
1: TV shows that you can't pull yourself away from the TV. Come on,
2: I don't know, but, but yeah, but we get a bad rap across the world. Everyone's like, "Yeah, you're going to be fat like Americans." Yeah,
1: Americans have it have uh, you know. It's like our contagious fatness is is ruining
2: the rest of the world. Give well, me a bur- like. We were the first country to be fat. Well, apparently, uh, the Brits also have an obesity yeah. issue. I can So uh, Matt here sent us a story. He said, "I thought you'd appreciate this." Peace out. And it's about a new BBC series called Can Fat Teens Hunt, and it's a BBC Three, which you know there's like what BBC Four and there's four different channels. Or yeah, something. but they're all
1: the BBC. It's all kind of the
2: same thing. Yeah, it's it's all the same thing. They don't have different networks. like Well, we doesn't do.
1: Rupert Murdoch own like another network that's more like Fox and they just do crazy shit?
2: I thought he just owns everything. Yeah. My Maybe. God. Yeah. Well, so uh, what What this program is, 10 dangerously overweight teenagers embark on a journey that could save their health in this six-part series and an attempt to turn their ba- backs on potentially fatal eating habits. They spend one month with the Ebon tribe, former headhunters, living deep in the harsh and remote jungles of Borneo, Southeast Asia. Do
1: you really want to put fat children with former headhunters? <laughs> Isn't that
2: kind of... <laughs> too tempting. Well, what happens if they lose? Do the headhunters get to eat them?
1: I'm surprised the headhunters just don't see them get off the boat and are like, oh my God, that would feud the village for a month or two. <laughs> I, would, I could sit on my ass and wouldn't have to hunt anymore for
2: a month. We'll, we'll put a link up to uh, the 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 web the bbc.co.uk website where they have they describe the program. But if you see a picture of these fat pigs, yeah. like seriously, I'm sure those like Bornean headhunters are salivating as soon as they saw yeah. some of these, these kids.
1: Kids are pretty out of shape they're not to the point where they can't get off the bed yet but they're definitely headed in that direction
2: well they they say the kids are morbidly obese i don't know what morbidly obese is that in, means you're in headed the in the UK. direction
1: where you can't get off the bed where Th- these like... kids
2: are fat i mean they're like unsightly no, they're but, I, but I, I, i'm not I, saying they're morbidly yeah. obese no nah, well i don't think you can
1: be you're only a certain age you only had a certain number of eating years behind you you can only be so fat
2: you're when morbidly you're, when you're obese 15. when you have to get a special bed and you have bed sores and you have to get like a toilet that can be reinforced <laughs> you know yeah. structurally sound that St- holds your steel girth. girders <laughs> yeah i th- I think that's when you're morbidly obese they're headed in that direction though you have to admit well i you know this is reality television at, at its finest um what they need to do the the teens become hunter gatherers. Instead of just uh, obese face stuffers. Well,
1: that makes sense.
2: Living the life of their hosts. Abiding by the Ebon's strict social rules and customs. Existing on a natural and unprocessed diet. If they want to eat, they must pick, dig, trap, kill, and cook their own food. Can Teens Hunt offers a chance for our group of youngsters to change their lives, to understand and conquer their life, threatening relationship with food. So what's interesting to me is that they're saying that this is some kind of social service like they're helping these kids out. Whereas really all they're doing is they're just putting a, They're just basically showing the cruelty of television. They're right. putting it is voyeurism. This is voyeurism but at its worst though. I mean, think about it, dude. It's like people are just watching me be like, oh, "Look at that fat sow bag <laughs> trying to catch that uh, rabbit to eat." Yeah. You know, I mean, people are just watching it to ridicule them. And these kids aren't going to—I think they maybe think that they're going to become celebrities or something from this. They're going to be forever known as that fat slob that was on the BBC Jungle Show.
1: Well, they could turn out like Jared of Subway fame, you know, where he's on the ads and he's holding up his big pants.
2: Dude, these pigs aren't going to come out looking like, you know, Keira Knightley or— Well, Orlando Bloom, you know, they
1: are in the jungle trotting about in the uh, swampy areas. Maybe they'll get some type of a a tapeworm or a ringworm and that'll thin you down pretty quickly.
2: Well, if they really wanted to help these kids, they would just give them gastro bypass surgery, (laughs) (laughs) your stomach staple, and then just be like, okay, now you're skinny. Yeah. You fat slob. Well, that's the
1: other funny thing about the show. I mean, they are saying it's a public service. So maybe they think that this will inspire other kids who are obese to to. To do something about their weight. But it's not like any other kid can just be like, I'm going to go to the jungle with these headhunters also.
2: I I just don't understand. I don't think it's
1: recommended for just any kid to to go off to the jungle and try and survive on his
2: own. Well, doesn't the BBC have like a history of cruel television shows? I mean, they created reality TV. I think so. I think you're right. Actually, you know what, though? I take that back. The real world. Was a reality show, and that was like early '90s. Maybe we, yeah, on MTV. So maybe we created reality. Television. But shows like uh, Big Brother definitely come and from that's Europe. A, so. That's a cruel show. Yeah, I, I can't even watch that. Yeah, it's cruel to force somebody to watch that program. But they love that over there, though. Yeah, I mean, they really do. But yeah, I mean, Ab Fab, <laughs> I, I can't watch that show. That's that, cruel television. Is that reality though? It's a reality for the English <laughs> English cougars. Okay, whatever. <laughs> to, so to survive here, the five boys and five girls have to stomach the Ebon's traditional diet, which is like nothing they've ever eaten before. Uh, delic- delicacies include fat sago worms, freshly caught frogs, and large river snails, which I guess what they do is they deep fry all this in the Ebon deep fryers. Oh yeah, and then that's a, that's what they eat.
1: Is it is there a number for that meal? Can I supersize it? <laughs>
2: I think my favorite part about extra, this show, extra though, extra mealworm. Well, I mean, I'm not saying I I'm not condemning this show as being cruel. I would totally watch this. Well, you haven't. And that would it be yet, thoroughly entertained. So you can't condemn yeah. it
1: until you've watched it.
2: Well, I guess they have to slaughter chickens, gather jungle ferns, trap fish, and hunt wild boar. So Damn. to eat means backbreaking work from dawn to dusk. A life changing experience for these fat lazy bastards. <laughs>
1: it sounds shitty
2: i I'm just surprised that they would even I, i'm telling you I'm surprised that they would volunteer to do it because now they're going to forever be known as the fat slob that was on the BBC Jungle Show.
1: Yeah, but people are so vain they love they want, people want to be on TV you know but my thinking is if if you were a fat kid and or even just yourself and you were forced mm-hmm. to go to the jungle and do all these crazy antics and hunt and, and all this backbreaking labor, what, what would be the first thing you did when you got back to London?
2: I would probably go and get a pizza. And you'd just pig stuff, out. Yeah, you'd pig stuff out my on junk face. food,
1: and it probably would be like a three-day, you know, binge fest.
2: Well, I mean, I can uh, the, uh, obviously the BBC is exploiting these kids because it's it's reality yeah. television. It doesn't seem like a reasonable
1: approach to to dieting.
2: Well, these kids are fat slobs. Their parents are fat slobs. I mean, probably. look at the cupboards that they, you know, in their kitchens. It's probably stuff full of Twinkies and other American garbage that uh, they eat over there now.
1: Yeah. But you know what? So was my cupboards when I was growing up. I ate tons of garbage.
2: Well, you know I mean, you know what it is, though? It's, it's the television video game culture right. that we live in. And we're we are all on the internet.
1: And we had video games when we were growing up, but frankly, they sucked. <laughs> you could only play it for about a half hour before you're extremely bored.
2: You know, I, I, I kind of feel that our fat fans are probably out there crying right now. You <laughs> think so? Feel bad for yourself, fatty. Well, fatty, it, fatty, two by four. It's not like I mean I'm looking at you. You're not a freaking Adonis over there. Yeah, but I'm not like uh, I don't have this huge gut hanging out over my pants. It's like a gunt concealing my genitalia. I mean, <laughs> well, <you're> kinda,
1: <laughs> you are kind of vain. I, I I'm probably headed in that direction,
2: dude. You will never let yourself have a gunt. You actually walk around, don't you? You don't drive everywhere. No,
1: but I also drink massive amounts of beer. I smoke cigarettes. And it's not like I'm out there running
2: a freaking mile every day or running at all. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I mean, I don't know. I I what I'm just saying here, it's I just don't think that this show is really going to cure these these kids their kids these kids' uh, obesity here. Yeah. Like I you said know? before,
1: it doesn't seem like a reasonable approach to fitness <laughs> to <laughs> insert yourself into the jungle.
2: Although I can honestly say though, if I had a fat kid, I'd probably send them out to do something like this as well. Yeah. I'm into a fat kid camp. You
1: know you're going to have a fat kid. If you Dude, keep I'm not going to have any it, kids. It's karma.
2: Yeah, I probably would get a fat kid. Look like at my brother. <laughs> the fat genes in my family.
1: I don't know. He has a very strange body. I don't know if I would call him fat or just
2: so, deformed. Yeah, he's just, he kind of is sort of like, has the physique of Gollum. It's yeah. Kind of, he's kind of like, because he's pasty. And the skin tone. The fish right? belly. Yeah, yeah he's like he kind spends of ashy gray. In dark bar. But he just has a gut. He doesn't, he kind of has that old man body. Yeah, really. I'm actually kind of looking forward to that. When, when you just have a gut and you lose your ass, it kind of gets sucked into your gut.
1: Yeah. That's what I see myself, happen to myself.
2: So, you know, I would watch this show. It's going to be on, I guess it's a new series. Uh, the BBC used to have a series called Fat Men Can't Hunt, which was with uh, adults. Uh, yeah. Like fat adults.
1: What happened? Did any of them die?
2: No, I don't think anyone. I don't, you know these kids aren't going to give up. They have like a team of doctors there. Yeah. I, I just picture these fat kids. I mean, I guess it would be kind of hilarious to watch them try to... Chase down a rabbit or whatever. Climb a tree after a, a, a after saga worm. Coconuts. I'm just surprised they're not just eating the. I, I would be nervous if they're going to eat the headhunters because aren't they like little people?
1: Yeah, but those headhunters are fast and they have spears. I, I'd be. So more, you're saying
2: the fatties can
1: catch them? Yeah, I'd be worried about the other way. You know, the he, these headhunters are probably pretty malnourished themselves, and they see these portly, succulent British teenagers <laughs> walking off the boat. And uh you know they're gonna get that gleam in their eye where where to them, like in a cartoon, it's like a you know, a stuffed turkey walking down. Now the that would be plank. a great
2: show. Do you think if like you know, by some twist of fate that the one of the headhunters actually did eat one of these kids, do you think the BBC would still air that segment? I would hope so. I, I guarantee they would. Well, you know, you can go to their website and you can read about the show. You can also see these hilarious profiles where they actually have pictures of these kids. Yeah. And like this one girl, this blonde girl, has like these Enormous bingo wings, which is like the fat and your underarms. Yeah, I don't understand how a kid could have bingo wings that big. Yeah, anyone you, under thirty five should not have bingo wings.
1: Why is a kid that age playing bingo? Bingo is an old lady's
2: game, <laughs> dude. You could you could fuck that girl's the in between that girl's arm fat and her fat on her like breast. Yeah, I mean did. it's just like I mean she <laughs> is it's so. Bad. <laughs> it, it's just like it's like a like a, a half of like a fat vulva or something. Yeah, a big, huge, fat vulva. I don't, I don't know. But uh, anyway, some of the uh, the uh, profiles are hilarious. You go check out the pictures. Check out the show. Let me know uh, how it is. And uh, thanks, Matt, for sending that in. It's a B- new BBC series called Can Fat Teens Hunt? I guess it's on. A nightly program.
1: And on the final episode, are they going to say yes or no? Is it going to be like, well, no, they can't? Or yeah, they do a pretty good job hunting?
2: I think the final episode, they're going to be like, just get out of Borneo, you fat pig.
1: <laughs> Here's some Big Mac.
2: So uh, this is episode 98 here, of Sick and Wrong. We're uh, quickly approaching episode 100, our landmark episode. And I know everyone's so excited about that. Yes. So uh, stay tuned. We have a great interview coming up for that one. Who? I'm not going to tell you. Everyone's shuddering in anticipation. I know. I know. It's going to
1: be big. Trust I know. me. I know.
2: I know. I mean, I'm a sadist. But uh, let me do a quick recap here, episode 97. So last week, I did a, a story here about a half man, half tree, accompanied by a video.
1: Yeah, uh, it's a, a very disgusting video. Isn't that
2: video way. disturbing? It disturbed me greatly. Uh, Wackily did a story about a pro wrestler pimp daddy. And a listener sent a story about a sexy orangutan prostitute. Ugh. It was a close. It was a dead heat between me and the listener. I ended up coming in with ninety-eight votes. Uh, listener had ninety-four. It's kind of close. Mm-hmm. And I actually came in with fifty-six.
1: What the hell is up? I I don't know, dude. I've been bombing for the past three or four or five weeks. And, yeah, and I think everyone's hating off. on you. Yeah, I, I think it is. Is there something um, wrong? Does my breath smell? I you know I don't know. Tell me. I think I'll you're turning them mints. off.
2: I'll have some mints. i you know I we received a lot of comments where people like the video is what convinced me to vote for you. So I think it was the so video. I gotta get a
1: story with a video or, or audio or some, audio. some other okay. supplement. All right.
2: Yeah. So message
1: I, received. Audience.
2: I mean, but still, people keep voting for me because I'm enjoying the beer. Although I think I'm gonna gain some weight and end up having to be on that show. Yeah. Although I'm too old for that. Can short Jews hunt? <laughs> So uh, for <laughs> for uh, episode 98 here at Sick and Wrong, people, you know how it works. i wake up night. Comb the internet for the most disturbing news items of the week. Present them here on the show. Audience votes. Winner gets a case of beer. Throw in a listener submission. And uh, if the listener wins, you get a care package of our pubic hair. Yeah. I think that's the way it works. Go vote at uh, sickandwrongpodcast.com.
1: It's our pubic hair woven into a nice t-shirt.
2: And send us a story at uh, sickandwrongpodcast at com. Markley, I think you started the show last week. Yeah, I think you're right. So let me uh, start off episode 98 here. So it's been a while since um, I've done any kind of child abuse article.
1: Since you've done any child abuse?
2: Yeah, it's been a couple days (laughs) since I've abused any kids.
1: Oh, you've, article.
2: Yeah, well, it's been a while since I've done a story on child abuse. I think I think I put we put a moratorium on that
1: a long time ago, and I think it's probably time to lift it.
2: You know, I think it's time to lift all of our moratoriums because yeah. if we keep Fuck putting it. a moratorium on bestiality and uh, child abuse and incest, yeah, Murder, what other stories are we going to have? No, no more moratoriums. Just yeah. let it flow. They're all lifted here. So um, this story occurred in Alabama, no less, which I imagine is a area of the country teeming in incestuous relations. Yeah. If we uh, if
1: we firebombed that state, the IQ of the whole country would go up by about 10 points.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of rednecks over there and these people are no exception. Parents endorsed daughters rape. Anthony Shepard, 39, and Wendy Jo Shepard, 36. Pay attention to these two because... The, it's like a triangular relationship here There's a third party Anthony as well
1: and Wendy yeah, Anthony and Wendy Joe Are the primary members of the relationship Wendy
2: Joe, that's a fine Alabama name I yeah. it's quite. I think they put Joe after a lot Like Billy Joe, Wendy Joe
1: Susie Joe I knew a
2: Betty Joe yeah. I knew a Betty Joe one time But yeah, I think Alabama, the the Joe is popular with the the female names here. So Anthony and Wendy Joe here pled guilty Wednesday to aiding and abetting an act of second-degree rape stemming from accusations that the two arranged for sex for their 13-year-old daughter with an adult while their 10-year-old daughter watched.
1: Now, why would that happen?
2: <laughs> That's the question on everyone's mind. You know, it's interesting though. I want to point out though. Thirteen years old, don't they get married in Alabama at that age?
1: That's marrying age.
2: Yeah, isn't it? Aren't they able to breed? That's child rearing age. Grass on the ballpark, <laughs> hay in the hay field. is that what they say
1: fur on the landing strip i I don't know what are you you going with this the shepherds allegedly she has pubes she can have sex that's what you're saying
2: yeah i think it's old enough to bleed old enough to what is what is it for me not for me
1: but you i guess
2: I think that's the uh, maxim here in. uh, (laughs) I think that's Alabama Alabama. state (laughs) law.
1: Statute twenty three.
2: Isn't that the Alabama state motto? (laughs) Old enough to bleed, old enough to breed. There goes all
1: the Alabama listeners.
2: The shepherds allegedly allegedly showed John E. Fay Jr. here, twenty eight years old. His
1: last name is Fay. F E Y.
2: F E Y. Nice. I think he is Fay. (laughs) Um, They uh, allegedly allowed. John Faye here To have sex with a young girl Faye was listed as the co-defendant Did not plead guilty And faces charges of second degree rape as well I'm surprised he wouldn't just be, get charged with first degree rape Because he's the one, the one who actually raped the kid Aren't they also charged with second degree? Yeah, they're charged with second degree rape too
1: Who's it's, the first degree raper?
2: Well, that's what I'm wondering
1: I, I, I don't know how there it works in there Alabama doesn't have to be first it's, it is a, it's a rape of the second degree Which means what? That's the question
2: Yeah so uh, John Faye here is reportedly Wendy Jo Shepard's live-in boyfriend. So what I don't understand about this, Anthony and Wendy Jo Shepard have two kids.
1: And they're married. Apparently. And they're married. And, the same and last they live name. together.
2: And they also have a live-in boyfriend named Johnny Faye who well, fucked their daughter. Yeah, and he lives in the house. Hmm. How, how does that work over there?
1: I don't know, but I wouldn't allow it.
2: I wonder if they're all related.
1: Actually, I would allow myself to have a live-in girlfriend. With my wife, but, but your wife, probably but my wife allow can't it. have a living boyfriend. No, God, no, no,
2: God. I think, yeah, that's no. disgusting. <laughs> so there's some great quotes in this story here. Uh, the district attorney Randall Houston said, "It's just amazing to me that three adults could be in a situation like this and not think that it might be a bad idea." <sighs> I'm just amazed at how many sick people there are in this world and how they always wind up with each other.
1: Yeah, I'm still bored with that comment, that, that these people who are in law enforcement or criminal prosecution or whatever, they're a judge, and they're always amazed. It's like, come on, what did you expect? You see this kind of crap every, every day? Every day. You should, you should have a, the lowest of the low of opinions of humanity.
2: Well, I don't see why it's so surprising that these three Sick fucks would live together, don't they? No. Yeah, I mean, don't you think they tend to congregate?
1: Yeah. Like to eat, the last, to own? <laughs> like when you have the last three Cheerios and the bowl of milk, and they just suck together. <laughs> kind of suck
2: together. Yeah, girl. that's
1: what it's like with degenerates.
2: According to Houston, both shepherds pled guilty to arranging the encounter between Faye and the girl, which amounts to second-degree rape under the law. The two agreed to a 10-year prison term each, which I think sounds rather lenient.
1: Yeah, it does.
2: You know, I I would sentence them to at least 20. Um, According to uh, both Houston and Jordan here, the uh, district attorney, Wendy Jo Shepard appeared before District Judge Sibley Reynolds wearing a T-shirt printed with the message, I kissed your boyfriend. That's great. <laughs> well, if you see a picture of her, maybe I'll I'll post it on the website. But I mean, she's just pure white trash. Yeah,
1: everybody should appear in court in a novelty T-shirt.
2: It, she's almost beyond white trash. She's almost to the point of being retarded white trash. Right,
1: like, wh- like
2: what? Like low, severely low IQ. What
1: is the? I think the cutoff for retardation is like a seventy-five IQ. I'm thinking she's maybe pushing in 76, in that range, right in the right in the borderline.
2: <laughs> she's definitely on the borderline. I mean, if yeah. you look at her, she looks like a retard. Yeah. But I mean the fact that like she wouldn't actually put on like you know, a dress or some some kind of formal outfit to wear to court. Yeah.
1: Well, on the other hand, maybe she's highly intelligent, like a Nietzsche type type of just uh, nihilist and just and like just I don't give care. a fuck. I don't care if I go to jail, I don't care what this judge thinks of me, I'm putting on this fucking offensive T shirt. But, you you. know,
2: but though, if you think about it, in terms of like first impressions, she might have been she might as well have been just wearing a shirt that said one cock at a time.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think or eight is enough. Yeah. (laughs) I don't That's think it really it makes that back. much
2: of a difference. <laughs> so, so far, John here denied everything. He denied knowing the shepherds. He denied living in Alabama, denied living in their house, which I think is the best defense. Denial deny, always deny, works deny. until proven wrong. And people, you should listen up. If you ever get convicted of a crime or charged with a crime, deny, deny, deny until proven wrong. Yeah, Eddie and don't Murphy... videotape it on your cell phone, for Christ's sake. Yeah,
1: Eddie Murphy taught us that, I think, in Delirious.
2: Yeah, I think it was Delirious. Yes. Wasn't me. So according to Jordan, this is how it all happened. The 13-year-old had approached her parents asking questions about sex, like any inquisitive 13-year-old would do. The couple then allowed Fay, who prosecutors say was Wendy Jo Shepard's boyfriend, who lived in the home, to have sex with a girl while her 10-year-old sister watched. Just in case the younger girl had any questions about sex as well.
1: Well, then she won't have to get to- fucked, or <laughs> raped, or whatever you're going to call it, they can just say, well, remember with your other sister, remember that? Well, I that's, just don't, what, that's the answer. I mean, right I then. guess
2: we've said this with uh, so many different sick and wrong stories in the past, but what is the thought process behind this? Well, And why are these people allowed to breed? We've I already, thought retards <laughs> had to be sterilized. No, they don't. That is a travesty. Two retarded people
1: can have sex with each other and have a baby, and nobody can say anything about it.
2: Jesus Christ, I thought George Bush would try to put a stop to that, but then again he 's kind of retarded himself
1: oh no 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 the 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 holy the the fundamentalists the holy rollers I, I'm surprised you haven 't got this yet they want the stupidest people to have the most kids because those people will all also become evangelical
2: Just Christians. Just add more sheep to the flock.
1: Yeah, and they're all people who, you know, pay 10% or whatever they can into the church, and it's it's kind of like farming. Like, you want you don't want, like, smart cows that don't want to have other cows. You want, like... Dumb, fecund cows that have lots of baby That are cows. able to breed. Yeah, and needs more, 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 and more milk, and more... Uh, and know, more
2: everything. votes for George Bush. Yeah, exactly. And other evangelicals. Mike Huckabee. No, no, no,
1: politi- no political person, leader, wants a bunch of smart constituents, because then you have to like really do stuff.
2: And they wouldn't vote Republican.
1: Well, maybe they would, maybe, or maybe they wouldn't. I mean-
2: <laughs> no, but still, it's like you can add sheep to the flock. That's exactly what you want. But, you know, I wonder what's going through this kid's mind, the 10-year-old. It's just like, I'm just watching my sister get raped by some adult. Or, Or... And the parent I wonder if the parents what's, what's Were like going, here's some popcorn What's
1: going through The 13 year old's mind She asks about sex And the next moment She knows she's being raped I mean What if she asked about Like you know yeah, Amputation or, or, or death I mean she's being raped Where do you go when you die Well here let me Fucking <laughs> chop your head off With an axe And you can find out But well,
2: she's being raped Under law But I mean wonder if the kid Was just like "Ah, oh, This is kind of cool
1: Maybe you never know. It's you know, statu- like uh, yeah, that's a good point. It's statutory rape. It's statutory rape, rape, not just that she's accusing some guy of rape being over eighteen or what's the age of consent? Well, in Alabama. Th- that's
2: my next point here. In Alabama, the legal age of consent is sixteen years old, <laughs> which kind of explains a lot about Alabama.
1: Yeah, I can't believe that that's people you know the federal government doesn't have something to say about that.
2: One more uh, great quote here by the uh, DA. I'm just befuddled by this whole situation. <clears throat> Me too. This may be one of the craziest things I've seen. You've got a group of three people thinking this was a good idea. This just goes to show that you've got to have a license to fish and own a gun, but making stupid decisions is free of charge. Hallelujah, Judge. <laughs> and that guy's in some... No shit.
1: But that guy's in a position to actually enact something like a birth license. So, so where what is like he doing retards
2: just... aren't allowed to breed or people under a certain IQ?
1: People, yeah. People, you Anybody should have to take... A certification test to have a kid,
2: at least like a, just a standard IQ test, right? But what do you do if somebody's already pregnant? I wonder, I wonder why, abortion? like I wonder why they had the, uh, the the their tenant have sex with it with the, with the kid. Like I wonder if they went up to the tenant and be like, so we're trying to teach our daughter about having sex, and I uh, just wonder if you like to fuck my thirteen year old.
1: Well, they wanted to um, avoid the taboo of incest.
2: <laughs> That's, That's some forethought for an Alabama redneck. Yeah. So on the second wrong star scale, it's kind of disgusting. Two parents watched their child getting raped and, and made and the, their sis yeah. their other child the watch daughter, it. Right. The younger daughter, I'm gonna have to give this four stars. Uh three and a half. Three and a half. That's kinda of low. <laughs> this is incest. I'd
1: still think the thirteen year old was into it. <laughs> you think she enjoyed it? Yeah.
2: <sighs> Wackily. Wow, <really. You> <laughs> no compassion.
1: Also, in my mind, all these people are super hot. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I'm gonna go rub one out.
2: I'm going to go show you the picture of this lady. No, don't don't ruin my fantasy. What do you have here for episode 98?
1: Uh, I actually have a story that's also about child abuse or maybe child mutilation is a better word. Child mutilation. Yeah. This is from Lowell. It's abuse. This is from Lowell, Massachusetts, I think central Massachusetts. I think we've had
2: other stories from Did Lowell Did you live in Lowell, Massachusetts? Close.
1: It's sort of economically depressed, which seems to foster this type of activity.
2: Yeah. I, it's just the same thing
1: with Alabama.
2: Yeah, no, that's the thing. It's like in the in the This type
1: of stuff doesn't happen in the like upper east side of New York of Manhattan, you know?
2: Well, no, I just think it's like the more impoverished states, yeah, I tend to have uh, more episodes of child abuse. But yeah. then again, I mean, look at, like, Brooklyn.
1: Yeah. Well, apparently this woman, uh, Carolyn Ung, told the cops that her... What the hell
2: kind of surname is Ung? I think it's Haitian. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she told her husband, or I'm not even sure if it's her husband. It might just be her uh, baby daddy. Uh, thigh and it, Chan, so, yeah, you know. Thai Chan. Yeah, Thai Chan. Uh well anyway she told, doesn't sound
2: like he's from Oklahoma.
1: No, she he doesn't. But uh he returned home at nine thirty AM Saturday after being out all night. She said Chan was quote unquote tripping on ecstasy
2: so they they so the the poor people in uh Lowell, Massachusetts can 't afford to feed their kids, but right. they can go out and do drugs
1: buy a couple tabs go what the fuck a, go to a
2: rave know, in a what, barn what i don 't get about it. What do you do on ecstasy in Lowell, Massachusetts
1: like I said, they probably have a rave in a barn <laughs> They actually grow a lot of tobacco around there, maybe like in inside a tobacco drying barn, they can have a little rave, maybe with a couple of flashlights flicking on and flicking off. flicking on and off yeah. yeah, some guy with a banjo, maybe <laughs> uh. So anyways, he was tripping on ecstasy, uh, and she also told the police that he had been pacing back and forth all morning,
2: grinding his teeth,
1: and drinking a lot of water. So
2: he wasn't tripping on good ecstasy. No, it sucked.
1: <laughs> she told cops Been that, there. She told cops that Shanna had a history of abusing the drug ecstasy, so apparently there's a quite uh, thriving rave scene in Lowell, Massachusetts.
2: Wow, I you know I'm surprised that there's that much ecstasy over there, but I guess there's ecstasy everywhere. Uh, there's actually a bunch
1: of colleges there, which I think is where it comes from. So uh, Smith College, uh, Hampshire College, Amherst College. Well,
2: most people when they do ecstasy though tend to do it in the evening when they go to a rave all night. Right. This guy did it in the morning. Well, and was pacing around all day in his assume- house.
1: It's been a long time since I've done ecstasy, but it's 9.30 a.m. when he comes home. I'm assuming he took the ecstasy maybe at 2 a.m. or something. Does it last that long? I I don't even know. Seven hours
2: now. That's good ecstasy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe sometimes when people do uh, hallucinogenics, they, they make the mistake of they keep taking more. Because it's like, I don't know if I, I might be coming down.
2: I feel like I'm coming down. On take taking another once yeah. and go back that's up. That's never then. a good
1: idea. Just just go up and down once and then go to bed.
2: I think the best thing to do is if you're going to be tripping on ecstasy or acid or mushrooms, do a little heroin at the end and they will just put you to sleep.
1: <laughs> take some Vicodin or <laughs> take something. Take some Valium, yeah. Yeah, Valium. At about 9.15 a.m., Ung told cops that Chan was uh, playing on, on the couple's bed with their son and daughter, which that's – you know – That's a great ecstasy toy, your son (laughs) and your daughter. I I know you see people at raves with the pacifiers, but usually you just use that to yourself. You don't play with the actual children. You just play with the children's toys.
2: Well, you know what I'm surprised about? That would totally kill my trip. They'd totally ruin my buzz. I'd be like, God, my little fiscal my responsibility. S-
1: disgusting spawn. I mean,
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. i would be like my little fiscal responsibility ruining my life, you little fuck.
1: Yeah, and I it- guess the, the boy was uh, two years old, and I guess the girl was maybe a little younger. So, yeah, they're shitting themselves, and they're huggies, and it smells. They smell and like baby, yeah. You've got to change it, but you're totally tripping balls and you have to you can't do anything you're probably shitting your own pants at that point
2: yeah I mean, yeah. I just don't see how that'd be fun
1: well she uh this guy was playing on the bed with these two kids young kids and uh her, her son the son leaned forward as if to kiss his dad who is by the way high in ecstasy what
2: type of playing game are they playing here I think they're just sort of rolling around you know shake the baby type
1: thing not too hard <laughs> if something else could happen But anyways, the kid leaned in to kiss the dad, and his wife saw her her husband bite down on the boy's lip. Oh, Jesus. Why would you do that? I don't understand. (laughs) Even if you were high in ecstasy? Have you ever been that high in ecstasy where you just want to bite something?
2: I I, I don't know. I mean, is this ecstasy or PCP? She says it's ecstasy but she might be confused Yeah I'm not sure so what happened
1: He bit bit on the kid's lip She jumped up and tried to separate them But he refused to let go (laughs) And I'm thinking like pitbull type thing here Like he's just got it and his jaws are clenched Because he's just grinding you know Bad Coke does this too
2: Maybe he's hungry for baby flesh.
1: Maybe. Maybe maybe he should have gone to Denny's. That baby. Or actually out in uh, central Massachusetts, they have a place called Friendly's. Friendly's? <laughs> it's like the <laughs> alternate Denny's from central Massachusetts.
2: This guy doesn't seem too friendly. No. It's the name of the restaurant. Oh, so. okay.
1: <laughs> you don't have to be friendly <laughs> to go there. You can be an ass. Uh so she tried to r- separate their faces basically and he wouldn't let go and uh, he then bit the child's lip completely he off he actually
2: did the lip detach the from the, lip was uh, the detached kid's
1: body. she rushed the child to the hospital they've Actually, supposedly successfully reattached the lip at this point.
2: Yeah, but the kid's gonna look like Noriega.
1: Yeah, they—they they, I mean, they really they, when they, when articles say that like, oh yeah, they successfully reattached the lip. They need to qualify that with like, yeah, but he looks like a fucking freak. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, he's there. He doesn't have a gaping food Ma. gash. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. it
2: looks pretty fucked up. So how did she separate him? She just kind of grabbed him, pulled him out, spit well, the lip out.
1: Yeah, no, he completely bit through the lip, and then he doesn't have purchase on anything anymore.
2: Jesus, dude, I would never trip on ecstasy with this guy. No, he sounds like a <laughs> just, fucking asshole. Yeah, he sounds unpredictable.
1: Yeah, un- yeah, exactly, that's a perfect description. Unpredictable, a loose cannon. A loose, a live wire. Well, Chan has been charged with assault and battery, assault and battery on a child, and one of my favorite uh, accusations ever, mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> mayhem? I don't think we have mayhem as a charge in California, but they do have it in Massachusetts. May- That's some bragging
2: made- rights getting charged with mayhem.
1: Yeah, I know. You, you almost want to get a tattoo on the back of your neck like mayhem, uh, you know, yeah, mayhem the, or something. Yeah, but when his
2: fellow prison inmates ask them, so what are you in for? He's like, oh, I bit my kid's lip off.
1: No, just say mayhem.
2: <laughs> just mayhem. Yeah,
1: because t- a lot of people in prison have children, and if they know that you did something to a child, they will ass rape you without any lube yeah. as opposed to like spitting on their dick, which is prison lube. (laughs) He's being held on a $25,000 cash bail and barred from any contact with any child.
2: Including his own.
1: Yeah. Or any other one.
2: That's grounds for a divorce right there.
1: I would think so.
2: He's all bitey.
1: Yeah. He's too bitey.
2: (laughs) He's too bitey. It's a divorce. You know, the thing is though, this kid is going to be scarred for life. I mean, he's only like what a year old, two years old.
1: I mean, he's two years old and he's literally going to be scarred for life. What do you... No, he's going to have I mean, a big facial scar. He's going to have
2: a big facial scar and he's going to be like, Daddy, you are a fucker, Dad. Yeah. Probably, I mean, he's got that... Like, his lip probably won't even move anymore. Yeah.
1: He's going to have mental scars also.
2: God, that's awful. On the sick and wrong scale, I'm giving that 4.5. He didn't uh, kill the kid.
1: I'll give it 4.5 also. And, and as a secondary just question... This, these guys are—he's twenty-five. What what are you doing, doing ecstasy and going to raves? It's isn't that like nineteen ninety-five bullshit?
2: Yeah, but I mean at twenty-five, I did ecstasy a couple of years ago. Well, no comment. And I'm in my thirties. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> in fact, actually, it was six months ago. <laughs> did you have some glow sticks? I no, I didn't. A pacifier? I was hanging Fruit Loops from the ceiling. We were dancing biz- around. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I wasn't, like, doing that, and it was, you know, it was to enhance my sexual pleasure.
1: When Once you're above the age of 23, I believe that your primary mental stimulant should just be scotch
2: <laughs> and cigarettes. Dude, you're kind of like a cruel dictator when it comes to drug use. It's true. Very opinionated, very harsh, and very stern. Yeah. I don't know. My My whole thing is if you're going to do drugs— just do them safely I mean it, it, You know Plan in advance Know when you're gonna do drugs Do them responsibly Don't bite your child's lip off Don't
1: have a child
2: <laughs> Don't have a child If you want
1: If you're still in your Prime drug years Put off child rearing
2: For a couple Get a vasectomy five, Continue exactly. doing ecstasy And yes. then get it reversed Yeah When you're ready to breed <laughs> We'll see what the the Listening audience Has to say about that That's foul You're tuned in to Open Grave Radio on the web at OpenGraveRadio.com. So uh, the listener submission here this week for episode 98 is uh, quite a good one, actually. It's funny, too, because um, I, I didn't even come across this story. I was surprised. I was kind of surprised by it. Had I came across it, I probably would have done it myself. But it was sent in by a Brazilian fan here. His name is Luis. So, Luis, I'm I'm kind of surprised. I didn't even know they had computers in Brazil. <laughs> I mean, isn't it kind of weird that in their, I mean, in his shanty shack, did they have Wi-Fi <laughs> in, in Sao Paulo? I don't know. So, uh, he wrote <laughs> us a They have little, Ethernet. He sent us in this story. is actually, a, the story occurred in his home country. And uh, he wrote us a letter. He says, Dear D. Anwakali, this happened a few days back. <laughs> I'm trying to do my impression of his voice.
1: Yeah, no, it's very
2: evoking. And I meant to send it along, but I could only find the article in Portuguese and was too lazy to translate. Then I had to go find a burro to ride over to Jose's home and see if he had an internet connection. (laughs) (laughs) I think they only have one in the village. Yeah, right. Now that I found an English version, I'm worried that somebody already sent it in. But it must be attributed to me because this is my home country. dudes (laughs) dudes <laughs> i know they say dudes in brazil so uh we're gonna attribute this to luis because luis has heart right i mean seriously he's seriously. going yeah he's I devoted f- I here i
1: feel it just evoked a lot of emotion out of me
2: it kind of sent a tear well if i had tear ducts i was drained a long time ago so <laughs> he's, he sent this uh story into us it, it happened in uh Believe, yeah, in a Brazilian jail cell here. 15-year-old girl jailed with 20 men. A 15-year-old girl was put in a Brazilian jail cell with more than 20 men and for a month was raped relentlessly and forced to have sex for food.
1: Did they not have a female jail?
2: <laughs> I mean, And for a month? Did nobody notice? I mean, did the police officers just turn a blind eye or something this is my question was this intentional or an oversight sounds to me that was intentional Uh, according to the human rights groups here she was raped from day one the uh, number of men in the cell varied from 20 to 34 while the girl who's a robbery suspect was there she was raped innumerable times and forced to exchange sexual relations for food which I find kind of interesting because don't they do that in uh, US prisons No, I think it's for smokes. Oh, for cigarettes, okay. (laughs) But
1: I think they do a pretty good job in U.S. prisons of of segregating the male and female population.
2: Yeah, unless you're a tranny. Yeah, well, then I've, I've heard there's a, that's issues that then. What, what do you do? But, I mean, Jesus, dude. It's like you have this... I, I've seen all the pretty horses. Remember, that was a Mexican prison, but I couldn't right. even imagine what a Brazilian prison would be like.
1: A great a great scene or segment of scenes in that movie, by the way. People think that that movie very soft, which it is. There's a lot of romance and Penelope Cruz and Matt Damon, but there's a great Mexican prison stabbing scene in that movie.
2: Yeah, which I imagine goes on all the time. Right. With the shift. My, my commendations to Carmack McCarthy. Yeah, No Country for Old Men, one of the best movies I've seen this yeah. year.
1: And The Road is also a fantastic book.
2: But uh, we digress here. But getting back to the story, I don't understand why these police officers, maybe they're trying to punish the girl. She was, she was a poor girl. And she was a robbery suspect. And so maybe they're like, you know, we're going to punish her or whatever. I can understand maybe putting her in there for like a couple hours. <laughs> you can understand that? <laughs> but a whole month? Yeah.
1: And, and what I is mean, this? seriously,
2: dude, that's like throwing a Twinkie to those fat British kids in the Bornean jungles. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, how, how long do you think that Twinkie would last? Think
1: of that Twinkie. <laughs> think what of it's the gonna Twinkie. Go through. Jesus, dude! That Twinkie at least it would be over quickly for the Twinkie, but this went on for a month. You're saying, dude,
2: that Twinkie would be rape silly.
1: Yeah, but it would be gone. In about <laughs> it would be gone, millisecond.
2: <laughs> but yeah, this poor girl, though. I mean, God, my heart goes out to her. It's horrible. I mean, she was raped like and what,
1: and what does this say to the the male prisoners? Is this is this a, a bonus for good behavior?
2: Yeah, that's what I wonder. It's like if the cops were like, "Well, we're gonna reward the prisoners throwing a 15 year old child." Wow. It's disgusting. And so here's the rub. Nobody really knows what she was charged with. She was a suspect in a robbery, but police were unable to tell us which robbery. There was no formal charge. Apparently, police aren't very intelligent in uh, Brazil.
1: I I, I disagree. They didn't
2: have Matlock on the case You know what this
1: says to me? This says that uh, the person that she robbed was probably El Jefe or El Jefe's wife of the village, and this was uh, retribution.
2: Oh, okay so The police
1: in South America, from what I've heard, are not, uh, you know, they're, they're not, they are known for corruption They're not corruption. immune to corruption and They're <laughs> not immune to corruption, thank you
2: uh, The girl's lawyers said uh, police at one point believed the suspect was not underage But that still doesn't condone yeah. their actions Even if she was, even that. she was
1: 30 years old, come on
2: Jesus. And and that's kind of what their lawyers say. Whether she was 15, 20, 50, or 80, or 100, it doesn't matter. Although I don't think they would rape a 100-year-old Brazilian lady. If you're in prison,
1: you'd be surprised.
2: (laughs) (laughs) A woman should not have been kept in a jail cell with men. And uh, so the judge is going to mete out exemplary punishment in this case. The girl whose family is very poor is distraught, very afraid. Uh, but said she's able to recognize the police officers who locked her up and the detainees who raped her. She's ready to talk. Mm. So uh, I, I think the uh, shit is going to hit the fan in Brazil.
1: Well, as you said in the last episode that you believe in eye for an eye type justice, I believe that all of these uh, officers or, or bailiffs or whatever, you know, people, the officials at the jail— should experience the same type of punishment as as their punishment for this crime. Were they
2: gonna jail them up naked in the Castro? Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> that might work. Maybe tie them to you know uh, the stocks.
2: Maybe put them in my bare bro- ass naked. <laughs> put him in my brother's apartment. Also bare ass naked. <laughs> bare ass naked. Oof. No, actually, I think uh, no, I think that would be a just uh, a just uh, retribution.
1: I think so. In the eyes people. of God, that would be uh, appropriate. So
2: on the sick and wrong scale, I couldn't imagine. The horror that this girl had lived through I, i'm gonna have to give that four stars
1: oh i'm giving it five
2: oh uh, you know i'm gonna have to get i'm upping it to five stars it's disgusting
1: it's completely disgusting it's
2: disgusting i mean i guess her lip wasn't bitten off but still i mean so you're never gonna be able to overcome that no scarred for life we'll see what the listening audience has to say about that go vote podcast.com. <laughs>
1: why don't you check out the new Sick and Wrong Forum, sickandwrongpodcast.com.
2: Luckily, well, uh, we're nearing the end of the show here. As usual, we tend to get the listener email. You know, this week I'm going to forego the listener email. All right. The reason being is because we never had any closure to the whole Bob Madigan debacle that's been going on.
1: Yeah, we offended Bob, for which we're deeply sorry. We talked to his brother last week.
2: Yes, we had his brother on 2 weeks ago. And uh or no, it was last week. It was last week. Yeah, it was a couple episodes ago. We had his brother on and we found out that he was really upset because he felt that we were being really negative towards him right. and uh, uh you know, disparaging his wife on the show. And I guess, like, according to Boom, he wanted to kick my ass. Like, he's really that upset, which I've never seen Bob that angry. Uh, Apparently, he was more angry than he's ever been before. So, I called Bob off air, and I said, Hey, Bob, you know, I never meant to make you this angry. It's a radio show. You know, I thought you'd be fine. You know, I have a history with you on Rampage Radio. We've discussed, you know, emotional issues in the past. I didn't think that you were going to be this sensitive, really. I mean, I thought he had a thicker skin than that. And so he apparently called me back and said, we should be on the show. He's like, I want you. I want to be back on your show so we can discuss this on air and hash it out. So, you know what? Let's give him a call and just, you know what? I just want to end this issue once and for all. I want to put the lid on it. I want to clear the air. I just want to like move beyond this. You know I don't want to sever my relationship with Bob, but I want to get to the bottom of this. I want to find out why he's so upset. So, Wackerly, let's 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 give him a call. Okay, here we go.
1: Hello.
2: Hey Bob, what's up? It's uh, D. Simon and Lance Wackerly from Sick and Wrong. What's going on? Wait, wait a
0: minute, I'm having a hard time hearing you. What's up?
2: Hey, it's uh, it's D and Lance from Sick and Wrong. What's going on, Bob? You tell me. I'm just calling you because I want to, first of all, see how you're doing and find out if you're still upset with us. Well,
0: here goes the deal. All right. Um, you know what? It takes an awful lot to piss me off. I've never, I've never seen you pissed off before. It, like, uh point out to you, A, uh, when we did that show and I listened to the interview, um, I thought it was really fucking funny.
2: I thought it was funny as well. I thought you were a great guest. I, I'm surprised that you'd be upset about it.
0: I agree. I know, but um you know, I'm having a hard time hearing you, but um um fucking with Ann, it's like, you know what? Um Okay wait. So Howard Stern's wait. wife took him to the cleaners and I know you're trying to be some man cow Howard Stern thing or something, but
2: We are so not man cow hence, man. Hey, okay, Bob. Bob, how, first of all, how did you find out about this? What what pissed you off? Like, how did, how was this brought to your attention?
0: Because I asked someone to record the uh, interview that I did with you, and they gave me the interview that came afterwards.
2: Okay, and so they they listened to yeah. the where we were discussing. And who's,
0: the- your bu- who's your who's uh, your uh, um, co-host?
2: It's Lance, Lance Wackerly. Remember me. fucking right
0: talking anything about me cuz he doesn't even know me. And you know what? I uh it, this is for real, man. I don't give a fuck what people say about me. I sound a little emotional now, but I wouldn't be able to control my the way I act if 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 I was worried about what uh, the next door neighbors thinking.
2: Well, exactly, Bob, and and we weren't, like, talking, and, you know, we weren't...
0: And and dig this, dude. I've been doing endurance... Do you know what endurance pieces are, like, uh, 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 in, in, uh... What do you call it? Art fag
2: shit. Endurance Endurance. pieces, like, uh, performance art? Yes. Okay, performance art. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. What type of performance art are you referring to?
0: Well, A, I've... Haven't had my hair cut in like uh, probably 15 years, (laughs) and you would think I'd have hair down to my ass, right? Well, you burn it off, burning it, and I allow in to like make three clips on each side of my ear every year, so that I don't. Because you can't burn the shit around your ears; it'll burn your ears. So that's number one, and number two. This is the newest endurance piece that I've been doing and Ann doesn't even know Not about.
2: taking a bath?
0: But um um at April Fool's Day, April first, I uh, started uh I'm not gonna take a bath or nothing for a year.
2: And, um So wait, wait, when's the last time you took a bath?
0: Um, April first. But here goes the thing. I'm using handy wipes and shit. And I do wash my hands, and I do shave. But so what
2: does what does Ann think of this?
1: Well, she doesn't... Well, I don't know. <laughs> you but, say that she doesn't know, but she knows, obviously. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, she does she mind the smell? Is there a stench? I don't know, but I all I gotta say is I'm doing something, you know? Well, no, and Bob, we appreciate that, but, you know, I apologize. I didn't mean to say anything negative about Ann. I love Ann. And I love you totally too, and, and in my head
0: with anything because people can talk all the smack they want about me, especially people that don't even fucking know me, so fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> and, so- and 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 about the g g Allen thing, you guys, I know that I was like slurring and all this stuff, but I've got to make this point um, I was asked by g g s lawyer to testify against this woman that had been stabbed and shit. and um, um, Did you do it? Wait a minute. Okay. And, and provide videotapes of her uh, topless dancing on stage. I had all of that. I said, Gigi, you know, like uh, two weeks after the incident happened, he's like, man, that girl's in the loony bin now, man. I really fucked her mind up. And I'm going, oh, ain't no way I'm getting involved in this shit. And I walked away from the whole thing. I didn't give them a video. I didn't give them anything. Um,
2: No, that's that's probably a good thing because, you know, I mean. I
0: I went to the trial, but I didn't uh, testify or anything, man. Because I'm not going to mention her name, but uh, he fucked her up, man. And it was stupid. It sounds.
2: But so, Bob, I want to get back to the point here. Did you become sensitive in in as in your old age as you've grown older? Oh, I've you... always
0: been a very fucking
2: nice, cool guy, man you are you're the one of the coolest I guys. I mean,
0: you know what? Sometimes I get on a roll and like read some Jim Goad or something like that and start talking crazy
2: but shit, deep down but inside, you're a nice guy,
0: yeah, I'm it's... a pacifist, I'm not in any of that.
2: So so Bob, I wanna get back to the point. I'm sorry for saying anything negative about Ann. I love Ann, and I didn't really want to make you angry. But are you still angry anymore? Wouldn't
0: you listen, go back and listen to that and tell me what kind of knee jerk reaction um
2: you would have. Alright, you know, I I you know, Bob, you gotta keep in mind. It's a radio show, there's a lot right. of exaggeration and going on. Howard
0: Stern. And Howard Stern took his fucking wife to the bank, man.
2: Well, I think she got a pretty hefty settlement out of it. But oh, anyway, hell. I didn't want to piss you off. And you know what? Let's I'm just. I don't want your friends, man. Well, let's like let this yeah, go in the past.
0: over, man. You know what? Come over tomorrow. We'll have a beer together. It's cool.
2: I thought you weren't drinking beer anymore.
0: All right, man. I'm going to let you go, okay?
2: <laughs> all right. All right, Bob. Bye. Well, all right. We'll talk later. Jesus Christ, what's wrong with that guy?
1: I don't know. I don't want to say because he seems uh you know He seems He angry. takes it to heart. He,
2: he takes it to heart. And you know, I'm I'm I, I wanna have him as like a, you know, someone we can consult with in the future. I don't want to like piss the guy off and sever ties with him, but yeah. Jesus, dude.
1: Maybe we should give it a couple of weeks or something. I, I think to we should maybe down. give it a
2: couple of weeks. But um, it, it sounded like, you know, I don't know, where was he going with the don't take a bath thing? I thought he was joking about that. Well,
1: that's just hilarious. (laughs) I don't care where he's going with it, but I felt that I took a little bit of abuse there. Uh, Apparently, I don't know Bob.
2: Dude, you know what though? I don't think he recognizes you because you've met this guy no. so many times in the past. And I
1: wasn't here when he did the show, so he doesn't even know who I am. Even though, like you said, we've talked a lot at length. Well, I think the issue back in the Rampage Radio. Days, I think
2: but, the issue was is we were ripping on his wife, and I think that's why he was upset about it. Not, you know, that was an oversight on my part. I should not have been doing that. But the simple fact is. The guy wears meat panties on stage, burns his pubic hair. You'd think he'd be able to have a thick skin with it's a c right. a couple of assholes on a podcast that and, talk about him. And I
1: think you know, I think the world of Bob and, you know, everything he does with uh in his personal uh artistic life and with Fluff Girl and I, I feel like that has always been the major thrust of our coverage and communication yeah. with Bob as we've been saying that he's great. We love what he's doing. We have him on the show, but uh, apparently, you know, we crossed a line at some point in his mind.
2: Uh, apparently, we did. But it, it sounds like that it's 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 over now. We've moved beyond it,
1: right? I so, still think we should give it a, a couple weeks or so. to I still settle think that. we should
2: give it a couple weeks before we contact him again. Yeah. But God, you know, though, dude, he wasn't lying about that bath thing. Because I swear <laughs> to God, it took me like a week to get the smell out of his apartment. My girlfriend was so pissed.
1: And it's only been what. Uh, I, I Eight know, like months or so since April.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like how he's using handy wipes. <laughs> well,
1: that's – is that cheating
2: or not? I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to say anything I about it. I, I don't want to
1: say anything about
2: it. Well, that sums up the uh, Bob Madigan debacle here on Sick and Wrong, Apparently. which is pretty good. Well, um, we'll be back next week with uh, episode 99. People, make sure you stay tuned for episode 100. We have a surprise guest on the show. It's going to be a great Sick and Wrong, and it's going to be our landmark episode. And uh, if you haven't already, make sure you go vote on Podcast Alley. I think we're upwards of 90 votes. I
1: haven't even looked.
2: Yeah, we're actually doing quite well this month. So I'd like to thank Have everybody we for the voting. beat Jesus
1: podcast?
2: I hope we beat the Bible podcast. What about the
1: management, uh, manager tools? That always pisses me off when I see that manager tools is ranked higher than us.
2: I don't know. Apparently people like boring podcasts.
1: You know what I think it is about manager tools is you're working in a cubicle. You're a middle manager.
2: You don't really want to work. But why would you want to listen about work on your own time? (laughs)
1: Because you could sit there and veg out and drink coffee and listen to a podcast. And when your boss, your upper manager boss comes and talks to you, you can be like, oh, I'm honing my management skills listening to a podcast, which you might as well just tell your boss that, but still listen to sick and wrong.
2: Yeah. I I, I don't get it.
1: If you have your headphones in, your upper manager isn't going to know what you're
2: listening to. Well, I don't understand. Okay. You live a boring life working in an office, being a manager. Why do you have to listen to boring stuff? Right. You know, like a boring podcast. I I don't get it. But anyway, uh, fact of the matter is, go vote if you haven't already. There's a link to Podcast Alley right on our website. We'll be back next week with episode 99. Until then, take it sleazy. Good night.